I want to talk to you about building a strong foundation. Luke chapter 6, verse 47, Jesus said, All those who come and listen and obey me are like, what are they like? They're like a man who builds a house. Now, in the Bible, when we talk about a house, that means your dwelling place, you know, where you live, where you work, where you, you know, it's, it's your lifestyle. It's your future. It's, it's, it's all about you on this earth, your house. He says, builds this house. He builds a life on a strong foundation. And when the floods rise against that house, it says, when that happens, not if, but when that happens, the house stands firm, for it is strongly built. But those who listen and don't obey are like a man who builds a house without a foundation. And when the floods sweep against it, that house crumbles. So mayroong dalawang nakabanggit dito, yung foolish man, yung mangmang, yung wise man. It all depends on how you built your foundation, how you built your life, how you built your family. How, what, what, how did you build on your, you know, in your relations into your life, your, your trust, what you're relying on, what you hope on. A lot of people hope on the wrong thing. They're expecting and hoping for a foundation. And that's your foundation. Whatever you're expecting and you're depending on for your life and your future, the hope of your family, the hope of your success and career, whatever that is, that's what your foundation is. So there's wrong foundation. There are foundations that are like sinking sand. Maski uso, maski popular and Doon ang masa, doon ang inaasahan ng karamihan, but it could be the wrong foundation. You know, there are houses that were built and napakaganda, big budget, they look good, but they were on a wrong foundation. These houses had budget and TV and appliances and all of the things. They never thought that the weak foundation would be the downfall. They never expected that. Even the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy, you know, it, they didn't try to build it like that. So I mean, let's, let, they didn't say, let's make a tourist attraction. Let's build it banking. You know, they never expected that. It just had a wrong or faulty foundation. And I'll give you some, some fa- faulty foundations here. The first one is your appearance. Okay, if ang foundation buhay mo is your good looks, alanganin. <laughs> Sorry for that. But some people put you know, so much attention on their body, you know, if, if maputika or tall, dark, and never mind. Appearances fade. It's not a solid foundation. Hindi ko sinasabi na make your best to look ugly. Hindi ko sinasabi, yeah, you do the best with what you have, but don't let that be your foundation in life. Number two, acquisitions. You know, it's just what we buy. Having a house and lot, you know, or having a, a nice car, even an education. Listen, a lot of people think number one in life is education. A lot of parents are putting that value into the minds of their children. And a lot of people had really believed that. Maybe some of you still think that the reason I'm not rich is because I didn't get a course. Now, it's good to have education. You should be educated. But don't think that a college degree is the foundation for a successful life. Don't think that your self-worth will secure you financially forever. Maraming may graduate degree, but they're still unemployed. So it's not a good foundation. It's a good thing to have, but don't build your life. Don't build all of your expectations and hopes 
Just on a position or being popular or having power and influence. Even accomplishments. That's accomplishments. Having a position in the company. That's not a solid foundation. And also a lot of people put their foundation on approval. You know, they want to have their name well recognized. They want to be appreciated. They want others to think highly about them. And some people are crushed. They are so angry and so depressed if they did not get approved. If they did not get recognized or appreciated, don't let other people's approval be the foundation of your happiness, of your stability in life. Don't let even the closest relationships be the foundation of your life. It's good that your family is close. You love your children. You you should invest in your career, in your marriage, in your education. But there's a different foundation to build your life on. Uh, New Jersey, one rich man built a home worth $1.6 million. The first day, nung tinurn over yung susi ng bahay sa kanya, you could put a marble dun sa sahig. Tatakbo yan kasi unlevel yung floor. Because the house was already on a wrong foundation from day one. And you know, the man said, I used to be happy. Ngayon hindi na. Ibig sabihin, it's not only his house that had the wrong foundation. His life was on the wrong foundation. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10, it said that according to God's grace that was given to me, Sabini Paul, I have laid a foundation as a skilled master builder. And other people are building on top of that foundation, but everyone should be careful how they go about building. In the foundation that was already been laid, that's Jesus Christ. And no one can build any other foundation. Now that can sustain, that can last. There's no foundation that's reliable except Jesus Christ. And if Jesus Christ is not enough for you as the foundation, then nothing will be enough. It's very important that you build every aspect of your life on the right foundation. And it's so important because letter A, we need to survive the storm. Kailangan merong foundation because storms are sure to come. And yung foundation, mahalaga kasi, yan yung nagbubuhat ng load. It carries the load of the house. It anchors your house to the ground so that it won't blow away. Anong itsura ng mga storms? Maybe car crash, the death of a loved one, the economy crashes and all of your investments are stolen or, or gone. If you don't have your life, your hopes, your security, your self-worth, built on the right foundation, it's only a matter of time. You will be a casualty. So I don't want that for you. I want you to survive the storm. Still be standing. Letter B is to discern truth. Truth is, it's a Bible, it's light. The way, sabi Jesus, I am the way and truth and life. Alam mo, sa dami mga religious teachings, you'll be exposed to many inputs, iba-ibang teachings, and ang puso ko para sa inyo, para I feel like a dad and a mom, na gusto ko kayong i-protect. You know, I, I want to protect you from some false teachings. I don't want that your faith will be, you know, shifted to a wrong, unbiblical way of believing and thinking. Kumaari lang, I would love to just filter everything that you watch on TV. I would like to check all of your books first before you read them and say, no, this one's okay, this one's okay, this one's not okay. But the truth is, I cannot protect you that way. So the best thing I can do for you is to help you understand your foundation. And 
pag tama ang foundation mo, hindi ka maaring maled astray. When you're standing on the right foundation, you will not easily believe in the wrong teaching because you're anchored to the right foundation. And when you're exposed to something that is truth, you will add that to your faith and it will build you more. So letter B is this, the right foundation. Kung merong wrong foundation, here's the right foundation to build your life on. Of course, the Bible. All throughout the Bible, it refers to Jesus Christ bilang rock. And Jesus is the original rock star. Siya ang rock sa Biblia. Siya yung corner stone. Ang cornerstone, nung sinauna, when they build a house, they put the first stone into place. That's called the cornerstone. And that cornerstone, bahagi ng foundation yan, and it sets the direction. It sets the focus of the whole house. Doon makukuha yung mga angulo, yung limitations, yung boundaries sa cornerstone. Yung sukat always reference back to the cornerstone. The cornerstone is always the prime reference point for everything in the house. And Jesus is that cornerstone. So the foundation that we need to have in sa buhay natin, number one, is who Jesus is. That's really the foundation. Not who am I, not what's your denomination. Don't let religion or a church or a pastor or a program be your foundation. The foundation is who's Jesus. He said in John 17:3, this is eternal life. The definition of eternal life that you can know God and Jesus Christ. The Bible says God is love. It's not just that he loves, he is love. So when you get new teachings, does that point to who Jesus is? Does that confirm who Jesus is? If not, hindi mo kailangan tanggapin yun. Second point for your foundation is what Jesus has done. Not what I have done, not what I think, what I can do, what I should do. A lot of teachings in Christianity points to you and what you should do. And it becomes the foundation how good you are Kung gano'n ka consistent ka, kung gano'n ka faithful ka, kung anong ginagawa mo, and yan ang nagiging foundation. But that's not the good foundation. The foundation is who's Jesus and what did he do? If you look over at the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, sabi ni Paul, I decided to forget everything except Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. You know, andyan na yung dalawang foundation. Jesus Christ, kung sino siya, and his death on the cross, kung anong ginawa niya, kung anong inaccomplish niya. Diba? Sabi ni Jesus, it is finished. Napakahalaga yung statement na yan. And Titus chapter 3, verse 5 says, He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life. 2 Timothy 1.9, God saved us and called us to live a holy life, not because we deserved it, but because that was His plan to show us His grace. You're probably familiar, Ephesians 2.8, He saved us by grace, through faith, and it's not your own doing. It's a gift from God. So friends, don't be confident in your love for God. Be confident in His love for you. It's not how much you commit to God. The foundation, na solid, is how much He commit to you. A stable foundation for you to build your life on is not on your obedience to God. 
but it's on Jesus's obedience to the Father. It's not a solid enough foundation that you build your life on your good works, but that you build your life on his finished works. And don't live your life self-conscious, introspecting, highlighting your wrongs, highlighting your faults, looking at how weak you are. Live your life Jesus-conscious, highlighting his rights, his strength, and that he is my foundation. The Bible says very clearly, even when I'm unfaithful, he's still faithful. So the question really, ito ang laging ginagawa ng devil sa atin is, it makes you think, am I worthy? I'm not worthy. Maybe hindi ako, hindi ako mag-church ngayon. I shouldn't even show up in the presence of God because I've been bad, I'm not worthy. Really, there's no question about if you're worthy. That's the wrong question. You shouldn't ask, am I worthy? You should ask, is Jesus worthy? You don't have to ask, am I obedient all the time? No, is Jesus obedient all the time? That's the foundation. Because the scripture says, as he is, so are we in this world. When you get into a covenant with Christ, the Father no longer has to examine you. Jesus Christ is there representing you with all of his perfection. I'm accepted because he's in me. And in the spirit, that's a legal and literal merger. Let me among companies, when two companies have a merger, maybe a takeover, there becomes a union. The assets and the liabilities get merged too. Ko ano yung utang, anong debts ng isang company, they get absorbed by the richer, profitable company. And all of those debts immediately get absorbed and paid for. And all of the assets of the mother company become now a part of the weaker company. When you look at Christ, you're looking into a spiritual mirror. That's why Christ in you is your only hope for glory. It's hard to obey if you focus on yourself. It's hard to be faithful to God if you're looking at yourself. But when you look at Jesus, you just say, well, (laughs) obedience, momentum. And unfaithfulness is my new identity. Acceptableness. And the third point is that. The word in the Bible is righteousness. And this is our foundation. Righteousness as a gift. Now, righteousness does not mean your right doing. Righteousness in the new covenant means your right standing. It's your status in front of God. It's a standing. It's not about your actions. It's about where you are in terms of the relationship. Are you accepted or rejected? Either God approves of you or he disapproves of you. Either you're in Christ and you are perfectly accepted and you receive Christ's righteousness as a gift or your righteousness will never meet the minimum standard. The Bible says all of our righteous acts are filthy rags sa mata ng Diyos. It doesn't say all of our mistakes and failures are dirty to the Lord. It says all of the best things we do, all of our righteousness is filthy to the Lord because God's standard of holiness is 100% perfect. Righteousness in God's world is no small errors at all. Something you need to know about righteousness. I, I use the word acceptableness. Sabi ni Jesus in John 16 verse 10, he said, righteousness is available because I go to the Father. And he went to the Father on your behalf. Sabini Paul in Philippians 3 verse 8 and 9, everything else is worthless when you compare to the infinite value of just knowing Christ Jesus, the Lord. 
and I have discarded. Itinapun ko lahat ng everything else. You know, very educated siya. He has a lot of knowledge. I mean, I threw everything away so that I could gain Christ. That's my foundation, Christ. And I want to become one with Him. Kikipag-isa. And I no longer count on, I no longer depend on my own righteousness. Sabi Paul, I don't stand on a foundation of how good I am. He was a Pharisee. He did pretty good. He said, I don't depend on that. That's no longer my foundation. I no longer count on that. No, sabi niya, I become righteous by faith in Christ. Through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. Romans 10, verse 3 and 4. They don't understand. He's talking about people not trying to be righteous in their own methods. They don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. They refuse to accept God's way. And they cling to their own way of getting right with God. Paano? By trying to keep the law. But Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. And as a result, all who believe in Him are made right with God. Yeah, that's you. That's me. All who believe in Him. Remember the prodigal son story? Dumating yung prodigal son. Agad-agad, the father, of course, embraced him, welcomed him. Sabi niya to the servants, quick, go get the robe. Dinya si niya, go get a robe. Check mo kung may mga, mga old clothes. You know, punta ka sa wagwagan and you buy something for him. No, no. The father said, go get the robe and put it on him. The servants understood what that meant. The robe was the father's own robe. Now, robe in the Bible represents yung pagkatao mo. It represents your standing, your righteousness, or the lack of it. And so when the father said, go bring the best robe and put it on him, the father was putting on the son a righteous standing as a gift. He did not have to cry and be sorry for all of his sins first. He did not have to promise to change and behave from now on. He did not have to prove that he was really repentant. He just received as a gift something that the father did to him. The Father put something on him, a robe of righteousness. Jesus told a parable about this wedding feast. The master, the king, was going around looking. And napansin niya, there was someone there inside the reception of this wedding who was not wearing the proper clothes for the wedding. And you know, they kicked him out of the wedding because he was not clothed properly. This was not a wedding that was, you know, a minimum dress code of fashion and his clothes were mabaho or, you know, low class. That was not the point. The point was he was not dressed in righteousness. He had not received the gift of righteousness. He had not believed. Galatians 3.27 says, All who are baptized into Christ are clothed with Christ. You're clothed yourself with Christ. Isaiah 61.10, He has clothed me with garments of salvation and covered me with a robe of righteousness. These are the foundations, friends. You know, the who is Christ, what has he done, and the foundations that you got righteousness as a gift, not by working for it. And until that foundation is set in place, everything else you build will be shaky. So I'm telling you, friends, you got to settle the foundation, the cornerstone first in your life. And if you're not willing to set these foundations. Who is Christ? Jesus. What did Jesus do for you? And receiving righteousness as a gift 
If that is not your cornerstone, it will become your stumbling block. Romans 6.6 6 talks about our old life was ended, crucified with Christ, that sin would lose its power. Romans 6.11 says, consider yourselves already dead. You don't have to die again. You're dead. Just wreck on yourselves dead. It's not something you do. It's something he did and you agree with it. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, God made Christ who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. You know, he has this gift of no condemnation. The righteousness. Says in Hebrews 9.12, He went into the most holy place and offered this blood sacrifice once and for all. To do what? To free us until the next time we sin. To free us from our sins until we backslide. No. It says to free us forever. I like to give application. When you feel overwhelmed, it's very important. Uh, these three things are your applications. So number one is focus on Jesus and his work. Then number two is filter everything you're exposed to through the cross of Jesus. Lahat ng mga teachings, lahat ng mga ideas, philosophies, you filter it. If it doesn't pass through who is Jesus and what did he do, then don't receive it. Receive Christ and receive your teachings that is in agreement with who he is and what he did. And then the third one is to form or build every aspect of your life on these foundations. Okay, Form your marriage from this foundation. Form your financial planning on this foundation. Form your, you know, your career, your education. Whatever you're doing, do it on top of this foundation. Jesus and Him crucified. And I'm righteous as a gift. Psalm 61.2, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Romans 5.17, those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. Manalangin tayo, let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us a cornerstone, see Jesus Christ. And we want to just stand on that solid rock and we want to, Lord, build our lives on solid ground so that in our futures, when the storms come, we will not be shaken. We will not collapse. Our self-esteem will not just disappear. Our love and self-worth and our purpose in life will still go on because you are our rock. You're our foundation. We don't depend on career or other people even. We depend on you. We depend on what you did for us, not what all we can do for you. And we believe and receive your righteousness bilang robe po namin. And we don't even attempt to impress you with all of our own efforts. You don't owe us anything, but we receive your gift of perfect righteousness. Not self-righteousness, but the Jesus righteousness. Make us always conscious of that and aware of that. Focused on that. We highlight you. You are the hero of our lives, of our church, of our homes. And we honor and worship you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.